Gaming, uh, typical podcast. We are here with um, Mikey from Santee. He's kind of the resident uh, gunslinger that's at Comic-Con at the moment. Go ahead and say, say hi, Mikey. Hello, gunslingers. Hey. Mikey from Santee here. Awesome. Um, so, uh, thank you. I know you've probably had a, a long couple days of probably goodness, right? <laughs> yeah, it's been a lot of craziness the last but, uh, couple of days for sure. Yeah, and let's uh, break that down. You've had uh, we're like two days of a f- two official days of Comic Con 2013, right? Right. So uh, uh, Thursday and uh, today are uh, uh, official days. Uh, I was also there uh, uh, Wednesday night, um, which is preview night as well. well. Where do they uh, preview? Like, uh, where do they do on uh, preview night? Yeah, so preview night is basically uh, uh, a night that the uh, only people who have either paid for uh, all four days plus preview um, or, like, uh, professionals and uh, uh, exhibitors uh, uh, get to go into the exhibit hall and uh, uh, take a look at the... Uh, different shops and uh, services that are happening in there um, kind of gives uh, the people who have the preview night uh, uh, a little extra advantage um, as far as getting the feel of what the layout of the shops are as well as uh, um, getting uh, some of the freebies that some of the uh, uh, booths may be offering to uh, uh, all the guests. Swag has a is that yes. is that swag exactly? Is that too, too much? Two thousand four? I'm not too sure. So no, it's it's <laughs> very much today actually. Okay, awesome. So on the uh, the first day, the, I guess it was yesterday, right? The first full day. Um, what did you take in? What did it kind of walk us through? Uh, what you saw? All right. Well, um, uh, as I mentioned before, I go mostly for for the games. Um, Let's see. On uh, Thursday, I'm trying to uh, I'm trying to uh, go back that far. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, must seem like one long day, kind of. Yeah, it does. It really does. We're recording this at 12:30 at night, so you just got home from a trolley, right? That's right. Yeah. So, um, yeah. Let's start with that. So, um, I don't live in San Diego proper. I live in a suburb uh, called El Cajon, and uh, uh, I drove to uh, Santee uh, (laughs) to take the trolley from uh, the very beginning of the trolley all the way out to uh, downtown. And uh, that that trek uh, on the trolley is one hour uh, worth of time. Um, You had 3DS uh, with, I bet, right? Oh, yes, yes. More <laughs> yeah, on that later. Yeah. But, but, yes, um, did have my uh, 3DS uh, with me. So took the trolley out there. Um, we went, uh, me and my uh, friends actually took, I think, the second trolley out there. Uh, the first trolley leaves left around 5 a.m. Mm-hmm. So we, uh-huh. uh, before the crack of dawn. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we basically arrived around, I want to say, 6.30-ish. Um, and uh, me being a volunteer, uh, 
I go to a different place than uh, the rest of my friends go. They have to go and get their badge first in one line and then go to another line that uh, that is about 50 times longer than the badge line to, to get into Comic-Con. Yeah. Um, you see, you mentioned that uh, the other day, and it never clicked in, you're, you're actually volunteering um, during uh, Comic-Con this year. Right. Um, so, I don't know, know how much you can say, but, like, uh, like, what does that entail, usually? Well, um, as a volunteer, um, for uh, every day that I uh, do a three-hour shift um, doing something that they would like me to do, um, I get to uh, go into, the, into Comic-Con for free for the rest of the day. Nice. So, it's a nice deal. Um, uh, as a San Diegan, I'd like to see Comic-Con stay in San Diego. So, it's kind of my little way of uh, helping, uh, helping out. And uh, it also helps me save uh, $175. Yeah. So. <laughs> Small detail. So, yeah. uh, yes, sir, what was the... Uh, so, after you do your volunteering, what was the first, like, event or show or... Uh, main item that you got to kind of participate in? Well, the first uh, item on the list was most definitely to go to the games area. Um, So I went to Capcom first. Oh, nice. What are they they showing? Well, uh, uh, the very first thing that I saw was uh, um, Phoenix Wright um, Dual Destinies. It's a 3DS, right? For 3DS, yes. Uh, that uh, all I saw was really just a uh, a trailer uh, for mm-hmm. the game, uh, but uh, it appears like it's going to be coming out sometime this fall, which I'm really excited about because it, uh, I've been waiting for a new Phoenix Wright game to play for a while. Yeah, they've done really well. I think who is it? Level five is part of that. Am I? Maybe I'm confusing with another developer. I'm not too yeah, sure. I'm. I'm not too sure on that one. I didn't really see uh, uh, level five's name thrown out there for mm, for, okay. for that game. Um, but uh, I'm sure whoever's doing it, they uh, they seem to be uh, uh, keeping with the spirit of the game. So uh, I'm trusting that good. it'll be a good finished product. So on the first day, were you? Uh, did they have any like hands-on like demos of any games or? Uh. Yeah, so um, as far as Capcom, um, yeah. I didn't really see too many hands-on demos in the main Capcom booth, um, uh, but uh, they do. Ha- they did have a. Um, they had a uh, Ducktales. They had Ducktales remastered. Oh, uh, nice. Several stations of that uh, uh, to play, and uh, they even had a photo op. Uh, there, where you could uh, um, uh, pose in a pile of coins <laughs> as Scrooge McDuck, or you know, whatever, now, and they you even had a top hat in there for you. <laughs> did uh, did you play the original NES Ducktales? I, I did. Or it, it, you did. It, it's one of my uh, favorite games on the NES. Definitely. Uh, so, just uh, by what you saw, does it seem like it keeps the spirit? Like, how much does it feel like an updated classic? It it feels spot on as far oh. as uh, uh, the controls and uh, 
the look and feel is nice and sharp. I, I really like it a lot. Oh, nice. Yeah. So, um, after what Capcom kind of uh, showed, did they, did they show any fighters, by the way? I, know um, I didn't see any new fighters. Um, I did see uh, an old classic uh, uh, there, though. Um, Dungeons and Dragons, I think it's called Shadows of Mystara or something like that? Yeah. Oh, yeah, because they're uh, for digital download, I think, on all three main systems, I think, and PC, obviously. Um, they're kind of bringing back, uh, updated those, uh, I guess, two arcade classics. Yeah, yeah, and they had that uh, um, uh, on display to play as well. Um, I didn't get to play it, but one of my friends did, and um, it, it it did really look uh, uh, pretty sharp. So cool. that's that's encouraging, because I, I did play it, though, when I was younger, although I wasn't very good at it. But Now, when they're... Showing off the games, the demos. What um platform are they using? Like, uh, um, the, can you tell, or do they have that kind of closed off? It was kind of closed off. It was almost like an arcade game. Oh, really? <laughs> cool. As I could tell, but I'm pretty sure there was a console in there of some sort. Yeah. Uh, so what happened after? I guess your Capcom experience. Well, that wasn't the end of the Capcom experience. Oh, okay. No, sorry. Uh, of course, uh, <laughs> <laughs> of course uh, 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 a Capcom experience uh, can't be complete without actually going to the Capcom store oh, over okay. there. And they have all sorts of goodies. Um, I believe it's now, what's it, the 25th anniversary of Mega Man? Oh. And uh, even though they didn't really have a game to show for it, um, they had all sorts of Mega Man merchandise there. Um, I ended up getting a uh, a little Mega Man plushie, but the oh, nice. the big, but yeah, it, it was, it's a pretty cool one. Um, <laughs> kind of looks like the powered up uh, uh, version. Oh, okay. Um, but uh, the big one that I couldn't really afford to get, uh, but is the Comic Con exclusive, is a big uh, Mega Man statue about uh, one, you know, about one to one and a half feet tall that uh, lights up. His Mega Buster lights up. It's pretty cool, and it comes in a it comes in a nice uh, package. Uh, it's a a square box that is an E tank. Oh really? <laughs> That's awesome. Um, since Mega Man, the big news during E three was that Mega Man was joining the roster uh, for the first time in uh, Super Smash Brothers. Uh, did the Capcom seem to touch on that at all, or are they kind of leaving that with Nintendo? They kind of left that with Nintendo, but uh, I didn't really see uh, anything about Smash Brothers from Nintendo's booth or the gaming lounge. So that, mm. that kind of was like left off the table entirely. I think here at Comic Con. Hmm. It's interesting. Uh, so what kind of happened next? I big moment that you think sticks out, particularly well, with gaming. Yeah, as far as gaming, um, the next booth I went to was Nintendo uh, Pikmin, and uh, um, I don't play Pikmin, so I, right. I thought it was Almer that I was uh, <laughs> uh, posing with, but I was corrected by someone else, and I have no idea what the the, the captain's name is, but uh, whatever, it's on my Facebook page. No. Okay. Um, but yeah, it was uh, it's cool because Nintendo has those photo ops, and then they have a little station where you can 
then send the the picture either to your email or Facebook or Twitter. So there. Um, well, and, I know uh, Monster Hunter Three Ultimate is, I think, still one of the top sellers for the Wii U. It, it has a lot of replay value, so it doesn't yeah, surprise me. Yeah. Um, so that's what I saw from Nintendo on the actual uh, uh, floor over there, the exhibit floor. Um, they they had most of the cool stuff over at the uh, gaming lounge of. At the hotel next door, mm-hmm. um, and I made it a point to visit that place actually a lot more often. Um, of course, me being a a Nintendo fan, so right. Uh, that's that's one of the stops. I didn't um, I didn't get to go there immediately, but the panels because those are also usually where they have like the big announcement of my Comic Con experience to do that. Oh yeah, totally. Oh oh yeah. Well, <laughs> so, those are details, you know. Yeah yeah. Deal with later on, of course, right? <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, what else uh, kind of uh, caught your eye that uh, you uh, this morning um, we decided to go to the uh, back of the Comic Con uh, building. Um, because there is a ship docked in the uh, bay behind mm-hmm. it uh, that is marked Assassin's Creed uh, 4 Black Flag. Oh, nice. What kind and of ship? Well, do you know? Or It wasn't like um, a pirate ship or anything, was it? Uh, like it was. Wow. Um, <laughs> yes, it was a pirate <laughs> ship. Very cool. Um, and the, uh, it just so happens that the... Uh, Assassin's Creed uh, 4 is one of the sponsors for Video Games Live, the concert. No. Um, that concert, uh, um, if you don't know, is a, uh, a concert uh, created by uh, Tommy Tallarico, where uh, uh, he takes the local orchestra um, and uh, um, uh, has them uh, do a concert of video game music from, like, all different genres. Um, it's a really cool experience because they have a, a screens, um, really big screens uh, above the orchestra so you can see, like, the video game itself while they're playing um, and uh, all these show lights and everything. It's, it's, it's hard to explain. You really have to see it. Um, if you haven't, uh, seen a video games live concert before, and uh, uh, one comes by your area, you really should check it out because there's there's nothing like it. It's really awesome. Uh, but the reason I went to the ship is because uh, uh, that concert uh, is free, uh-huh. um, and you get VIP seating if you do a scavenger hunt that starts at that ship. Oh, really? Was that was so, it Assassin's Creed themed? The the scavenger hunt? Yes, um, <laughs> uh, the the ship is too. Um, so um, you had to go on the ship um, and uh, acquire a, a uh, an Assassin's Creed Four inflatable sword. <laughs> then you had to take that sword and go to four locations, uh, uh, two three of which were at. Comic-Con proper, and one that was off-site in the Glasslamp quarter, mm-hmm. 
and uh, take a picture at each of those sites with the sword um, in your hand, and then go back to the ship, and then you would get your VIP badge. Oh. So that was kind of a little fun little uh, gig. And uh, at, uh, while we were at the ship, they also uh, did a, a weapons demonstration. And, oh, they also, uh, at 10 o'clock when they opened, uh, they fired the cannons. Uh, and <laughs> they were loud. It was also kind of funny because but while they were uh, about to fire the cannons, some ship, some yacht decided to, for some reason, uh, pull up near the pirate ship <laughs> and like, like into the range of the cannons. And we were like, they're gonna, f- they're gonna freaking, they're gonna sink ship. Yeah, they're gonna sink. <laughs> <laughs> um, but they, but uh, they, they moved out of the way, and they, and then they fired the two cannons and uh, started letting us in. It was pretty funny, and we also got to see uh, um, exclusive. Uh, 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 footage of uh, Assassin's Creed 4, which looks really beautiful, by the way. So I know yeah, I'm not. I, I I know I said this with all of the other games. So apparently, I don't play any games, but <laughs> I don't play Assassin's Creed. But um, but this game looks awesome, and I, if I were to get a, a PS4 or a Xbox One, I I would have. They really they really uh, did their homework on the the history of the time period they're they're trying to uh, go with um, on this game, um, and I think people will be impressed, and they probably might even learn something about the history of pirates. You know, right? Yeah, I don't know why you would uh, buy the game to learn about pirates, but I think <laughs> learn something about pirates and pirate ships and stuff there. Nice. So, yeah, that was a big one um, today. Um, let's see. I'm sorry, I'm trying to plug in my headset because it's going to die. Because I'm <laughs> a, a wireless one. So oh, gotcha. Like, yeah. uh, Bluetooth. All right, there we go. Um, yeah, so we did that. Um, trying to think what else. Oh, yeah. Um, so... Um, as a volunteer, as I said, I have to do a three-hour shift um, each day. On Thursday, I um, was given the task of uh, being a gopher for the on-site, uh, um, what do they call it? It's basically their central location for, you know, with when other uh, when other employees need like signage or no. other things to get stuff done. They go there to uh, uh, get the help. Um, so they uh, have a bunch of computers all set up and the room's freezing and everything. <laughs> uh, but it, it was kind of it was kind of a boring job in a way because I'm supposed to deliver messages, but they only really sent me on two two postal jobs. No, okay. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, three hours, you only do two two walkthroughs. That that's you're sitting a lot doing nothing. Okay. Um, but um, the the savior of um, Comic Con gamers everywhere is the 3ds. So um, there's a lot of street base, passing, right? So. There's there was massive street passing, like. Um, 
I would say yeah. just in that three hour period, I street I got mm, yeah, 10, 20, 30, yeah, about 150 street passes. <laughs> and I'm just sitting, and people are just walking on the outside of the room, you know, going from panel to panel or from point A to point B, and yeah. I'm just getting massive street passes. So it's the same thing when I'm in a line. Um, you know, like like I was waiting for the Assassin's Creed uh, boat to open. You know, yeah, it's just it's just something that kind of takes your mind off of just sitting there. You know. Well, did you uh, see? You know, like obviously Ubisoft kind of took um, uh, took advantage of such a big event. Did you notice any other studios or gaming companies also doing that, or? It seemed like they would be they were kind of the main focus for as far as the gaming, you know, presentations go. Well, um I know that uh the X uh Xbox, Microsoft uh, set up uh, a lounge this year. No okay. uh, I haven't been to the lounge yet. Um but uh um I'm told that it's uh <clears throat> gaming wise they have some uh great setups there. Um I think uh, it's probably not going to be as successful as the Nintendo one simply because um, they require a com- Comic-Con badge for you to get in. Oh, okay. Um, while the Nintendo one doesn't. Okay. Uh, and so, I mean, I've been telling all my local friends, you know, uh, you don't have a Comic-Con badge, but you're you're a gamer. You, you should go check out the Nintendo Gaming Lounge. And they don't care. Uh, in fact, on their... Uh, on their advertising, they say you don't need a badge. Oh, wow. So, yeah. Well, then, my next question is, are they showing any Mario Kart? No. Oh. I was really <laughs> hoping to see that. But they are they are showing uh, Super Mario 3D World. I got to play that. Okay. That cat, that cat power-up is fun. Is it? Way. Yes, it is very fun. Um, it's also fun to... Uh, cheat that flagpole and just land on it and then climb up to get a one-up. Um, <laughs> I, I thought I was going to feel cheap, but it's actually pretty cool. Um, <laughs> yeah. um, I also got to play um, Mario and Luigi um, Dream Team. Oh, okay. Yes. Um, got to uh, play a couple boss battles on that. Um Weren't they also, um, there's a new Zelda one, right, coming out? It's, a, like, very much SNES style? Um, I didn't get to play that. Um, I don't think I saw that there, actually. Hmm. But I did see, uh, um, Zelda, uh, Wind Waker HD. Oh, really? Um, I got to play that, uh, but that, w- that was kind of annoying, but it wasn't really the game's fault. Um, oh, really? See... Um, going back to the swag idea, um, Nintendo gives a lot of swag at their uh, at their gaming lounge, and one of the things that they give is uh, t-shirts. Okay. And I'm wearing one right now. It's uh, the shirt that you get when you earn three tickets in their gaming lounge, and the way you get a ticket is, supposedly anyway, is you play one of their demo games. So I had two tickets at the time. Um, after playing the two Mario games that I mentioned earlier. Uh-huh. Um, and then, uh, oh, and going back to that for a moment, um, 
I was really sad because uh, when I played Mario 3D World, um, the person before me was the last person to get a foam Mario hat. Oh. But it ran out. Jerks. Um. <laughs> yeah, and they're, they're giving away Mario and Luigi foam hats um, well, for playing the, the 3D World game. Well, tell me if my impression's wrong. It, it, it seems like, as far as Comic-Con goes, Nintendo kind of got into that scene before the other companies, and they still kind of have more presentations than you would say Microsoft or Sony? Or is uh, that not true at this point? Uh, I don't think so. I don't think they have more than uh, Sony and Microsoft. Um, I just think that the way Nintendo goes about it is a lot different than what Microsoft and Sony do. do. Um, I know that Microsoft's booth in previous years were very popular because of the games that were coming out, especially Halo 4 back then. Right. I didn't really see as much uh, buzz around the Xbox One this time around. Okay. Um, they were really I'll just kind of leave that at that. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. Um, but as far as um, both Sony and Microsoft goes, um, how much of their presence were there kind of generating, reminding people that they're coming out with consoles? Or were they not there in that kind of level? Um, I, PlayStation, uh, you could see PlayStation 4 from a mile away <laughs> in that building. So uh, they're advertising at Sony. Um, but um, uh, on the other hand, Microsoft has Xbox logos all over the place. And when I was at Capcom's booth, it took me a good 20 seconds to realize that the consoles that were uh, sitting in their booth were um, all Xbox Ones. I, oh, wow. Because they don't have the Xbox One logo um, okay. prominently displayed. So I'm not really sure what that was all about. Um, but, uh, yeah, I, I don't know. I, I think I uh, might have said it before, but... Uh, uh, I'm not really impressed with Microsoft's marketing department. So Yeah, well, I think, you know, whether you're a fan of their systems or not, I don't think any fan is really particularly happy with them as far as their marketing goes. I think once the thing comes out, everyone's going to be fine, but they're not doing very well in the generating interest. Yeah, no, they're not, they're not building hype. Let's put yeah. it that way. So... Um, did they, like, did either Sony or Microsoft appear to have the actual physical consoles there, or, um, not so much? The consoles were there. Um, I didn't really put too much, uh, uh, emphasis on trying to get in those big lines to, uh... Right, uh, okay, so... Play them. But, so, yeah, no, they had the actual consoles there, yes. And that seemed to be kind of a huge draw of the attendees or was getting a chance to get in that line and maybe try it out a little bit, or...? Right. Um, mostly the mostly the reason I didn't want to go to the Sony one is because that line was huge. <laughs> um, <laughs> and the reason I didn't want to go to the Microsoft one is because um, I plan on actually going to the Xbox Lounge uh Sometime today or tomorrow, and I think that's I think the 
based on previous experience with their lounge last year, that's a that's a better setting to be trying out their games. So. Yeah. Um, well, I've kept you for half an hour, so I appreciate that. I know I promised you would be like just a fifteen minute thing. So, but um, I re- appreciate you coming in and talking. Um, hopefully, you know, if the time works out, if you don't mind popping back in and kind of giving us uh, some uh, information about what you notice on the Xbox Lounge and the, if you brave the line, the Sony Lounge, um, you know, that'd be awesome. Yeah, most definitely. Yeah, 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 yeah.